Last week we went double or nothing. This week we're preparing to go to hell. The end is here, and it's time once again for WrestleGeddon. Fans, welcome back. After an unexpected week off, we're back. And in case you forgot, we are your horsemen of the WrestleGeddon. I'm Chris Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun, and he, as always, is the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What's up, fellas? Hey, uh, just want to apologize for us not being uh, on air last week. Uh, something came up. Garrett called me on the phone. I was like, hey, I've been talking to this girl down in Mexico. Uh, I want to go see her. I'm like, Garrett, your girlfriend is pretty good looking. Why do we <laughs> going to Mexico to see this girl? He's like, uh, she's going to have sex with a donkey. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm in. Let's get in the car. Let's head on down there. Uh, we get down there. It was not a girl. Uh, Gary got catfished. We did not get to see a donkey show. <laughs> we actually met a guy named Pablo who forced us to stick drugs up our ass and uh, walk over the border into San Diego. Um yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, at one point, Garrett was like, this cocaine part has a bunch of fentanyl in it. I got scared, thought I was going to die. I went to the hospital, turned ourselves in. Uh, now this guy named Pablo is after us. Uh, I'm fucking scared for my life. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, but it's pretty bad, guys. So if you could donate anything you can to our... Uh, Patreon or OnlyFans or whatever the hell Chris kind of soap for. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. I have, a que- I have a question, Carl. Yeah. Do you just take shits and come up with this stuff? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, honestly, it sounds like you guys uh, got a different kind of donkey show. <laughs> I was like, you guys became the mules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Random as always. Which brings us to the random band entrance theme. Let's go. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who knows what they got? So random. For fuck's sake. Childish Gambino this week, uh, which would have been last week, but obviously we had a week off. So, Childish yeah. Gambino. So I knew my to... song immediately. I I knew my song immediately, and then I tried to second guess myself, and I'm like, yeah, I'd probably get canceled if I came out to that song. But uh, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyways, and. My theme is going to be Bonfire. Oh, that's one I picked. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Woo. Way to that's go first, cool. Carl. Way to go first. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have a backup either. So, I mean, that's oh, you didn't have a backup? No. <laughs> Dang, I had three songs. Yeah. So, Chris, you want me to go so you can have Sorry. time to think of a song? I, I'm not thinking of a song. I'm sticking with Bonfire because it was a straight banger. So, like, so. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, Chris, yeah, I, I had like three <laughs> songs just in case <laughs> one of y'all picked them. Um, but I, uh, I'll go with my my favorite of his songs, which is Redbone. So who you gonna you gonna fuck your opponent? Heck yeah, dude! <laughs> you need Big Daddy this, Big Daddy V coming up <laughs> in here. Hell yeah! <laughs> Start on in the middle of the match. I'll put on I'll put on a fat suit. <laughs> Instead of putting up a V, I'll put up like a W. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, Carl, what you got for us for next week? <clears throat> All right. Um looks like uh we're going to have to do some, well, I'll have to do a little bit of research. I don't know about y'all, because I don't know a whole lot from this. Like, I know like, maybe a couple songs. Um, but we're going to be coming out to uh, some uh, Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard? Yeah. <laughs> what in the backwoods hillbilly bullshit is that? <laughs> you want me to, do you, do you want to trump it again? Like, you want to go for something different? <laughs> No, let's let's stick with Merle Haggard. Let's see what we can come up with. That's so funny. I mean, the only song I know is I think Mama tried, right? Ain't that him? I honestly, I have no clue of any Merle Haggard songs. Like, so. <laughs> I know, I know that Mama tried, and then uh, didn't he do that? Was he the dude that did the Oki from Muskogee or whatever? Oki I don't know. From- Okie from whatever. I, I don't know. No clue. <laughs> yep, Mama tried. I see that on here. Yep. Yeah, it's like his most famous song, Mama tried. <laughs> I did 31 something something doing life without parole. No one could stare me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried. Yeah, Okie from Muskogee. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Which I think might be a racist song, but I'm not 100% certain. Uh, could be. About the right yeah, time. Prob- prob- probably. <laughs> no and Carl. Yeah. Awesome. No and Carl. <laughs> no and Carl is probably. What the fuck? I didn't write the song. <laughs> uh, I just like fuck some of these. <laughs> All right, man. You get yours later. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into the the meat and potatoes here this week. So <clears throat> let's go ahead. Let's go bell to bell. Get into the news. <laughs> All right, so we got W. Morrissey apparently is done with Impact Wrestling. His last match was this week, uh, this week's Impact. So who knows where he's going to end up? Pretty solid run in Impact and pretty impressive uh, match on Dynamite, too. Yep. One time, yeah, he, that one match he, he had on there. So. 
He did. He did pretty good in Impact. I mean, he didn't like win any titles or anything like that. But every match, no, but he was. It was much more entertaining than his big, his original big cast run, yeah. like as a, a singles. So he definitely found his mark and was able to really come into his own in that that aspect of it, instead of just being the the stereotypical big man. <clears throat> So kind of interested to see where he shows up next. Will it be AEW, WWE? I hope it's not WWE. See. Or maybe he'll just maybe he'll end up back in Impact again. Who knows? Why do you hope it's not WWE, man? Because I don't. All right. What's your problem with WWE, man? I don't have a problem <laughs> with it. I, just, I don't know. I think you he's better off. Dude, do, do you watch like one fucking? Hopefully. AEW hopefully. And- I'm a fucking AW He's in this uh, MLW thing coming up. That's what I heard. Interesting. I mean, they got to fill 40 people, and I don't know 40 people on the MLW roster. So. No, nah, they, they usually do um, outside, too. <clears throat> like, quite a bit, so. All right, and we got some breaking news to talk about here. Um, just happened tonight on Rampage. The beauty of recording on a Friday night is we can drop this stuff before everybody else does. Uh, Punk seems to be relinquishing the title due to injury. Um, that was the, the big announcement from him tonight, so we'll see where AEW goes from there uh, with the World Championship. Hopefully we get a, a, a tournament, more than likely, which will happen. Or they probably do a battle royal, no internal time. It'd be like a, <laughs> it'd be like a fucking thirty-one man battle royal. No, they should. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> they should take the top ranked, the top um, five, the top and five, like, and put uh, them in a ladder match. There you go. And or then do like, how about a king of a mountain match? Okay. Well, they're not going to be able to do a King of the Mountain match. Yeah, fucking call your shirt up. Say, hey, I know you signed back with WWE, but <laughs> we just need you to sign off on this, this match. Or call it something different. I think I think Impact owns the rights to the King of the Mountain match since they're doing the women's King of... Excuse me, Queen of the Mountain um, at Slammiversary. Call it, call it something different. Call it like you know, put the title back or something. I don't know. Okay. So, so your, your top, your your top <laughs> five contenders <clears throat> as of the first: Wardlow, Adam Cole, Hangman Page, Moxley, and Jay Lethal. But here's the other thing: Do you do six and put Scorpio Sky in that mix as well? I'd say you do six, but I would just do like. Get like a random like tournament just to crown whoever's going to be the last person in. That way you have that kind of like wild card. He's not actually in the top five, but he's in the ladder match type. Oh, or they just do something like totally stupid and have it be Make, like. Wait, 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 wait! I got a five idea. men, five men, but it's like Hook, Danhausen, Orange Cassidy, <laughs> Jungle Boy. <laughs> I have a better idea, Carl. 
they put you in there and they let Carl, they let me and Chris be at ringside and we can interfere and we'll, uh, we'll both have like barbed wire wrap baseball bats. Okay. We'll shoot at everybody in the ring and we'll let you win. <laughs> All right. It works. I like it. More than, more than likely if they do something like this, they're going to put Darby Allen in there. Oh, probably. Because you know he's got to cough and drop somebody off a ladder. So yeah. I'd be interested if they did like a ladder match like that with like even if it was just the top top five ranked. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Oh hold on. I gotta rewind. I'll give you the breaking news real quick. Hold on. They just announced how they're gonna do the title. And Ooh, I nice. It. I missed it. Way to go. Way to go, here. I, I rewind AEW. Hold on. Ace I'm not really good. It's in the fucking corner. It was in that corner for like two seconds, and I don't have the TV loud. Sorry. Ace reporter. Here, G Money Mun on the scene. <laughs> I'm down here. It's raining he really hard. I can barely hear. He wrote for the fucking school paper at whatever fucking high school he went to here in North Carolina. I love, I love Carl's right. All right. So they're doing a battle Royal. Of course. And the winner faces John Moxley for a shot at the, and who, who won the title. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to do a battle Royal. Whoever wins the battle Royal has to face Moxley. Face Moxley. And whoever well, wins I, that is the okay. interim title holder. <laughs> Okay, that makes uh, that makes sense though, and I'll tell you why. Because they actually tweeted out a graphic. It was supposed to be Moxley <laughs> and Punk Wednesday night for, for the title, but they oh yeah the six yeah. man tag match. Yeah, I think because of Punk's injury. Yeah, that makes sense. If Moxley was the number one contender, then yeah, it makes, it makes sense. yeah, because I'm. Because that's a, that's what it was supposed to be, but then they changed Mox to um, wrestling Daniel Garcia. <clears throat> but more than likely, what's going to happen is it's going to be someone from the JAS winning that battle royal to face Moxley. <laughs> or yeah, but make, I don't think it makes. Returns. Yeah, but I was going to say I don't think it makes sense though, because why would you want Moxley to win at that point? Because he's going to be in that stupid blood and guts match. Yep. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to win. I don't think so either, and but I don't honestly, want anyone out of JAS this, to win. And the other option, too, MJF wins the Battle Royal. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Yep, no, I think... Off Dynamite, winner will face number one contender, John Moxley, in the main event for a shot well, I mean, at the interim AEW Championship at Forbidden Door. Yeah, um, so to make sense with the storyline, I mean, I know Moxley was like an ex-WWE guy, but he kind of was like at the start of the company when the company started. I think uh, if they're if they're going the way like they were going to go with Punk, or they might wait till Punk gets back, I don't know. Uh, and just, you know, have him feeding. But if they're going to go with, like, the XWB guy, they might do, like, Adam Cole or uh, something. Jericho. Or uh, uh, Danielson.
I'll be surprised if we get Mox and Jericho again. I mean, Jericho, he looked good at Double or Nothing, but I mean, we can talk about it yeah. when we get there. Yeah, he did look pretty good. So there we go. There's your breaking news, folks, which kind of um, <clears throat> really doesn't do a whole lot for what we're going to talk about next. So. Oh, all right. So um, let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Six pack recap, baby. All right, double or nothing this past Sunday. Right. <clears throat> so we're talking about Punk um, winning that title at double or nothing against Adam Page. Um, Jericho and the JAS uh, picking up the win in the uh, was it the arena? Anarchy. Uh, Anarchy, Anarchy arena. Did y'all watch that? By the way, after I told y'all to fucking watch yes, it, yes, I watched yeah. it. I yep. watched it. Okay, okay. That shit that was, was actually... fucking awesome. I haven't we ain't had a match not... like that in a long time. That was just a straight brawl. There was like no wrestling in that. Yeah, at all. So. I heard at one but point they were great. like, it was, it was pretty I good think though. it was, I think it was Garcia that they said was like the only one that wasn't hurt of some kind or yep. put through a the table only, or only one that didn't get busted open was Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Everyone else. Is I like the, I like the fact that they were fucking like fighting to wild thing. Like, oh yeah. Like the first like <laughs> six minutes of the damn match. Like, they're going to turn this shit off. Like, are they still fighting the Moxley's music? <laughs> Jer- Jericho was the one that uh, turned it off, but uh, yeah. uh, it just put me in the mind of an ECW. Like, you remember like when uh, like New Jack like would come out, and, like his music would just yeah. be playing the whole damn like match. Yeah. Like it would be, it was it was awesome. I liked it, and like the crowd was singing like why they're it was but good. It was, I love it. Was, it. Definitely a hell of a lot better when New Jack did it than than this because Moxley's entrance theme is god awful terrible, yeah, and New Jack's was okay. phenomenal. <clears throat> I don't like it. I, it just, I don't good. think Wild Thing is. <clears throat> All right, like, I don't well, know. Chris didn't like it, but I I loved it, and I was just, I, I, was love, it. To say, I, I love it. I love like it. I love it too. It's just you can't compare it to New Jack with that shitty version of Wild Thing compared to fucking I know, New I, Jack's theme. Yeah, I know. Of course, the song's better, Chris. I'm just saying, like, one, New Jack I, wasn't I in that big of an arena. Yeah, I know. And two, I and two, it was like a big ass brawl that we hadn't seen in years. I I understand that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Double or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Standout matches. Um, <clears throat> that was a standout match, right? That was that was that the was best standout match. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Owen Hart Owen Hart Cup Tournament Finals. Wouldn't that stand out? But we can talk about it. Uh, I liked Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. I thought that was pretty good. It was good. It was yeah. good. It was good. I ain't gonna lie and say it wasn't good. Uh, it just I don't know. It was just a little weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a match honoring somebody, but, like, yeah. they have, like, outside interference. Just, yeah, that, that, oh, I didn't really like. I was like, well, what's yeah. the point in that? Yeah. yeah I mean, they could just, because the match was great. The match was great. Like, yeah. 
Don't get me wrong, but he could have did without the interference. But I guess, you know, you still want Joe to look strong because he's a champion of Ring of Honor. But. Yep. I did the uh, the Britt Baker um, Ruby Soho match. Um, Carl, you pointed out that uh, they finally proved me wrong. <laughs> they did. They, <laughs> they did. did. Yep. We weren't yeah. sure if you'd know why, but they proved you wrong. <laughs> yep, they did. Because <laughs> every single time someone has, like, they both had, yeah. like, you know, specific entrances. Yeah. Um, obviously, Britt Baker is a generic theme. Um, yeah. Not really generic. You know, Ruckus, who does AEW's music, is, is a phenomenal um, yeah. producer. Like, it, uh, like the theme songs AEW has that are, like, house themes are great. Mm-hmm. Like they have some pretty solid ones in there. Um yeah. but when you have someone like Ruby Soho who took her name after Rance's Ruby Soho and you get Rancid out there, it's gonna be a bigger entrance. Yeah. Nine times pretty much up until this point, ten out of ten. Anytime yeah. there was that huge ass entrance, they gave yeah. away who won. Yeah. So but this they actually proved me wrong and broke the cycle on this one and uh Britt Baker ended up picking up the win. <clears throat> I am a little disappointed, but we did kind of call it that it was going to be Baker and, and Cole. Yep. Yeah. I'm hoping they were going to go a different direction. This is another one where it was a good it was a good match. I'm not going to lie and say it wasn't a good match, even though I don't like the wrestlers that were in this. Um, <laughs> but it would have been a better match, and we would have been talking about it being higher on the card if uh, Soho would have won it with the fucking sharpshooter. That would have yeah. been the perfect ending to that match, and that's like the only like thing I, I didn't like. Her like, go ahead. I didn't like her sharpshooter. Like it was, it was yeah, I know she was, was probably trying to sell like the injury and stuff, but it was kind of it was kind of sloppy that first time she put it on her. Like the. The Texas Cloverleaf that she put on her afterwards, like later on the match, looked a lot better than the. But yeah, the Texas Cloverleaf. Yeah, the Texas Cloverleaf Clover looked better. <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, the sharpshooter, like if you're doing a match that's honoring a guy and you use his finish, like that should be the finish of the match. Like it somebody been, should yeah. get out of Yeah. Or not do it at all. Like, you, that match would have been perfect without that spot in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I know what you mean. Garrett, go blow your nose, dude. Not me. <laughs> it is not me. <laughs> Maybe it was me. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Talk to you about Booger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> uh, what I'm else? Saying, what man. else? Uh, that uh, should be the uh, second best match of the night. Match. They're going to Thunder Rosa. That was awesome. Oh, that was it. That was the third best for me. Um, but awesome. yeah, that was another. That was another like. There was three matches on this pay per view that you probably should go watch because they've probably been the best of AEW DVDs. <laughs> and this match was one of them. Absolutely, like, it, it was pretty fucking like. And that was like the good thing about this pay per view because you had like a balance of like everything that you wanted to see and yep. like if you wanted to see a one-on-one like technical like match this was the match for you 
This match, like, this pay per view was long as hell too. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> I did it on purpose because you know they didn't want to interfere with that uh, NBA game. Yeah. Well, still, still a pretty solid pay per view. Like, it was not disappointing at all. That's. I mean, um, to, be fair, only, to be fair, the only match that was really fair. disappointing was MJF and Wardlow, but that may have been due to whatever issues were going on up till after that match it, or whatever. So. I mean, it was still, that was another one that was, it was still a okay match. Like, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. No. Like, it had stuff going for it. It had some redeemable qualities about it. But um, for the people that was bitching about the pay-per-view being so long, it's like, dude, one, A, shut the fuck up. Uh, B, like, B, y'all sat through two nights of WrestleMania. It's a <laughs> yep. holiday weekend. Exactly. It's a, ho- it's a holiday weekend. Right, and then three, like people are paying fucking money for this pay per view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not yeah. like uh, WWE where you're you're paying like seven bucks a month, so you don't give a shit if it's Dude, even even matches. on top of that. Before the network, <clears throat> how often we sit through five, six hour WrestleManias? Yeah, like paying sixty, you know, seventy five dollars a pay per view. And sitting there yeah. watching WrestleMania and not bitching how long it is. But yeah. we're going to bitch about how long the AEW pay-per-view is. When, like, yeah. Double or Nothing is, like, their, was, like, one of their flagship pay-per-views. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, like, <laughs> and then people were, like, yeah, this match, like, here didn't need to be on a pay-per-view. And it's, like, man, fuck y'all. Like, it was, everything was good. But if I'm going to, if I'm going to say the second best match uh, we ain't mentioned yet is... Uh, the House of Black versus uh, the Death Triangle. Oh, that match! That that was, was awesome. And they finally, yeah, that was finally gave us the payoff with Julia Hart. And it was a good one. It was and actually. Yeah, it was a good, I know you wanted it, it earlier, but like that was a good time to do it. Yeah, it actually worked, and it was very very well done. And. And for the people that are saying that the House of Black is copying Judgment Day, it's the other way around. It's the other yeah, way around. it's like the House the House of Black was well established before before Judgment, uh, Day. Judgment Day. It's like I, I know they decided a woman member in Judgment Day decided a woman member, but they're they're not copying. Like, well, that's the thing though too is like we're the storyline for Julia Hart's been in play for like five months. Yeah, actually, like six months now that it finally ended. But it's like one of those things that they've been like hit, they've been going back and forth on, but they yeah. never dropped it with Julia. She kept the eye patch on. She kept acting the way that she did, like after the black mist and all that. And then like you could see like the black around her eye coming off from like underneath the eye patch. So they're still building toward it. They just never really set like a solid foundation to build to to go off of. Yeah. I honestly think it was supposed to happen back um, at Revolution mm. when they were when um, the six man tag match was supposed to happen, but because Phoenix got injured, like they weren't able to play off on that match till now, or right? End off right. that feud till now, so. <clears throat> yeah. Which makes it makes sense if that's the way they were going to do it. So. Yeah. Um. Another match that was really good to me, uh, and it was kind of like a sleeper because I, like, going into it, I wasn't looking forward to this match at all. 
um, was the Darby Allen Kyle O'Reilly match. To me, that it was. I, pretty, I skipped that one. So did I. You skipped that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a pretty. It was a pretty solid match. Like I'm sure I, it was. I just like I have no interest in Kyle O'Reilly as a singles wrestler. And we all know my stance on Darby Allen. Uh, we know it. We know yeah. it. But I think he's growing on you a little God bit. Goddamn Darby Allen. He's very. He's entertaining. Before, like before he puts it's on, over, you're like. He puts on an entertaining match. I just don't think that he, he needs to constantly do these high spots in every single match. You like, know what it is? The, he's. You know what he's telling us, Carl? He's not a Jeff Hardy fan. Yeah, you're not, you're not a yeah. Jeff Hardy fan. Yeah, I actually more, he fucking I was more that. more of a Matt Hardy fan than a Jeff Hardy fan. So, oh yeah. my god, what the like fuck? My wife. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Let me guess. Let me guess. It was because Matt was better looking. <laughs> nope, it's Matt. Matt is the better wrestler. <laughs> Matt was the better wrestler of the two. You're crazy, dude. Like, I mean, he's a bit. So wrestling is more than this technical wrestling. Like, it's more to that's what I enjoy. I like the technical stuff. Like, I do like the high flying stuff too. But I'm more. I'm not necessarily the high flying stuff. So I'm talking about like the microphone, the storyline, the fucking charisma. Like, yeah, like Matt Hardy. Don't get me wrong. And to to. Until Matt Hardy did the whole like delete, like he was kind of to me, yeah. he was always like a stale character. Like he was okay. Like don't get me wrong, hey. like I enjoyed it. Nope. But nope. V one version one. You cannot tell me version one wasn't awesome with the Matt facts and all that other stuff. And Shannon, Shannon Moore is the MFR. Shannon, yep. Shannon Moore, Shannon <laughs> Moore made it better. I love like it's like just like Jeff Hardy made the Hardy Boys better. Shannon Moore like made that shit better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't care. I did, I, did, I did enjoy the like the the like fat like random facts you'd get like oh yeah Matt Hardy fucked his cousin in third grade or something. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hardy never stands still on people movers. <clears throat> all good stuff yeah. like that yeah i just like my thing is like darby allen i think feel like it just seems like he has to do these high spots to get a reaction from the crowd or to get over and he doesn't really have to do that and it's the same with jeff like it's just one of those things like do you want to see darby allen wrestle? Still, like five, six years from now, yeah. You want these guys to have a long career? Yes, as long as possible. But half the shit that he that he's doing on like a regular edition of Dynamite is not gonna uh, guarantee that he's still gonna be able to wrestle in five years or six years. So why don't why don't you bitch about Moxley and the shit he did this? Because Moxley's not wait, as wait, bad as Moxley's not as bad how, as Darby. How many how many years has uh, Jeff Hardy wrestled? Quite a few. Uh huh. How many years did Sabu wrestle? <laughs> yeah. Sab- Sabu's still wrestling, but Sabu can barely walk. <laughs> but guess what? He can still wrestle. Yeah. And, same, and he'll still fucking die. Look, 
look at look at Jeff, how he moves to the ring and stuff. Like he's not like you can tell, like there's something going on. Oh, I like yeah. it. But how long have you wrestling for? Like twenty years. Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. bitching complaining about Darby not being able to wrestle. No. You got we, some dude like him that's wrestled for twenty years. He was also very protected in WWE. Like he wasn't doing all these high ass spots on Raw for no reason. Like that stuff was saved more for the bigger matches and the pay per views. Uh huh. You don't know. It could have been his training every week. Nope. Yeah. You, you went to all his training those matches. Go back. Go back and watch those matches. I, I, did you Did you watch him train? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably at the Hardy compound jumping off the ladders and stuff. Oh, I own fucking heroin and shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't need to do the ridiculous high spots on dynamites. They should be safe. For, like, Dude, the I appreciate and the I appreciate what you do in Darby Allen and Chris might not like you, but I'll always be a Darby Allen fan. So you won me over, buddy. <laughs> oh, awesome. Fuckers. Let's. <laughs> 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 uh, Speaking, speaking about about the, the Hardy, uh, the Hardy boys, the Hardy boys bucks was a decent match. That was, that was a great match. Even though the young bucks, there's a few, there's a few bumps where like the young bucks didn't take it all that well. And I'm like, dude, come on now. You are professional wrestlers. Like, why are you sitting there trying to do a fucking cover your head and shit? It's like, come on now. They seem to come out and say they're, uh, their uh, entertainers, and that way we wouldn't have to bitch and complain because it's like, oh, well, they're just entertainers. They don't know how to wrestle. Anyway. Speaking what's of entertainers, what, what about the Drip, uh, the Jericho Society? Uh, why came why they in. fucking look like the Battery yep. Boys? You are <laughs> my fire. That's, that's what I was waiting for. Like, for all of this start coming out to like a boy band rendition of Judas. <laughs> <laughs> The return of free count. <laughs> <laughs> I am cold like December snow. <laughs> yeah. I just can imagine Hager singing. And then um <laughs> let's talk about uh let's talk about MJF. Like we didn't we didn't have the podcast last week, but like going into um the pay per view. Um, you know, there was rumors that, well, not well, he didn't show up for none of the meet and greets. Yeah, he showed, he no was rumored to have, on Saturday. He was rumored to have bought a plane ticket to leave. Um, they're reporting that he showed up minutes before his match. Yep. Uh, it was also rumored, I don't know if there's any like legit to this that. Tony Khan uh, had Goldberg there for just in case purposes. Uh, I, I highly, highly doubt Goldberg was there. <laughs> yeah, they say they said Goldberg was was going to be a replacement. He was in town and ready to uh, replace uh, MJF if he didn't show. I I highly doubt that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying what they know, were it's saying. All, it's all rumor. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, that's what, don't teach a messenger. Uh, so, people were guessing, like, how much of it was a work, uh, if MJF was going to show up. 
I honestly think it him no showing the meet and greets and like showing up minutes prior. I think this did not start as a work, but after his promo on Wednesday, it's definitely a work. Yeah. Yes. I think it's one of those things that didn't start as a work, but eventually, eventually did become one. You want my opinion? It was a work the whole time. Like, it was a work. I think it was a work back when he started bitching about it on, like, radio stations and shit. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, honestly, it, I'm sure it was. It was a work the whole time. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, because they've been, uh, the buildup with Hangman and Punk going into Double or Nothing. Hangman had made a few comments, um, about, you know, people that hadn't been there since day one, like the AEW original, so to say. But it wasn't as, it was less, it was more subtle than what MJF said on Wednesday. So you have this kind of storyline building between the AEW originals and like the like the XWWE guys. Yeah. So that's what it seems like maybe Tony Khan is playing into now <clears throat> with yeah. the MJF but, stuff and then hanging But, but uh, speaking of like uh, people upset with Tony Khan I also heard that Thunder Rosa is not Thunder, too happy with Tony Khan yes. either saying yeah, that yeah, I saw uh, that article today there, as well. there's not as much focus on women like the woman's title as it was when other people had it so. yeah and, and that too like there's more focus on Jade Cargill in the TBS title than Agreed. there is on Thunder Rosa as the women's champion and like oh. you had more focus oh. Brit, Britt Baker got more TV time as women's champion or yeah. Britt Baker has more TV time as a non- champion than your women's champion does i agree yeah i mean hell, Jade that, is on freaking uh uh dynam freaking rampage like every week mm-hmm. yeah but speaking of the tbs title uh jay cargill that match at double or nothing uh did y'all watch that match that was good yeah did you see the surprise at the end or no yes yes i did finally she wrestled on Rampage this week. The as goddess, well. the fallen goddess Athena, is all elite. It took them fucking long enough. And we get like, Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens. Malcolm Bivens. So and I was like, man, I was like, about time we get somebody sexy, dude. Fucking about <laughs> fucking Malcolm, dude. You're one sexy motherfucker. That's how I was talking about So Malcolm uh Malcolm Bivens is now managing Jade Cargill. Um it looks like Mark Sterling has kind of been moved away from that and into the the role of a manager with Tony Nese for the hook Dan Housen stuff. Yeah. Uh, which I did not watch the buy-in, so I gotta go back and watch that one. That was something I wanted to watch, but uh, yeah, I didn't know do I study either. Forgot. Yeah. Um, well, no, no, no. That's yeah, not the, true. I watched a little bit of the buy-in. I did see was, that. Uh, I, I watched that match. I did watch that. that. Uh, Dan Housen got the pin after you know Hook destroyed everybody. So. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, love true. that Dan Housen. 
It's very nice. He, it's very he kept cool. cursing people during the match. It was pretty damn funny. Awesome. At one point, uh, Mark Sterling was choking outside the ring. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I remember I watched the match now. I was like, oh, wait, I did. Awesome. All right, let's. Uh, how about that? The match with Hangman and CM Punk. Good match. Guys, thoughts on that? One? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good match. I mean, was it like as good like there were other matches on the show that were better? Like I'm not gonna, you know, even though I am a CM Punk fan and an Adam Page fan. Uh, I, I think like, this oh, was. I think it was a good main event for the show, honestly. Yeah. No, it was a good main event. Like, I was saying it, it wasn't like the best match on the, of the night or anything. But no, I like the way it ended. There's... I like the way they, yeah. they ended it. I did see, um, um, like a lot of people were talking about Punk, you know, stumbling, trying to do the, the buckshot lariat. That first mm-hmm. time that they that he attempted it, like they recovered pretty nicely with uh, mm-hmm. Paige going, trying to do the. Yeah, go to sleep and then punk reversing it. <clears throat> and then like the second setup was was kind of off when they tried to do it again. But it people that complain about shit like that. Shut the. F- I, I hate people that they yeah, was complaining about punk doing that. They were complaining about Jeff. They're like, oh, Jeff Hardy looks a little sloppy. And, uh, I think it was like Darby Allen too. He had like a move they kind of missed a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, these. Guys are putting their fucking bodies on the line, absolutely night in and night out. They entertain you, and you want a bitch because like they didn't hit a move for shit happens. I was like, the whole wonder, it made me. It does make me wonder though if something was wrong with his leg. He he fucked up on uh, dynamite as well. Yeah, when he went to do the uh, the springboard yeah. lariat. So. <clears throat> oh. So then, obviously, we got that announcement on Rampage that he's got a broken, broken foot, yeah. broken leg. Uh, so it makes sense. Garrett, Garrett was upset with him winning a title. Um, I was. Yeah, <laughs> you think he deserved it or something? Uh, like, I even though he's the fucking number one draw on the fucking show, but let's let's talk about it. Well, I, okay, so so uh, here here. Here was here is my one thing I said. You said to me. You no. said you said you said this to me. Okay, you said he is a you know brought in as already being a champion, right? Brought in as mm-hmm. a champion. So that means you automatically won a title. Because that's the case. Yes. Daniel Bryan should have won the title. He's came in as champion. Why didn't he? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan came in right. But he came in number one as kind of like a mid cardish for him to be for a while. Like it's been a while since he was the main player. Same thing with Punk. Like don't get me wrong. Like uh, he's been out of the game for a while, so it's been a while since they've been the main event picture. But Punk himself is a bigger draw than Daniel Bryan has ever thought about being. I disagree, but I'm not getting into that. Okay. As far as draw, as far as draws, draws Punk is up there sure, with, sure, with fucking Cena. He's up there with fucking Hogan. He's up there with uh, Rock and Austin. He's like one of those guys that's like you put him on a card and he's going to fucking sell tickets. Yeah, uh, sure, whatever. Okay, yeah. next question. Yeah, okay. This is, and right. this is my dumbass question that you put in yeah. the chat. Do you <laughs> believe that question. CM Punk is in his prime? Yeah. So are I you? Do are not you, believe he is in his prime. 
Can I ask you this? Are you fucking like Skip Bayless or something? Oh, yeah. Like, this is like a Skip Hell Bayless. Yes. This is a Skip Bayless right here. Is he in his, is yes. he in his prime? What do no. you think this is? Do you think this is, is football? What do you mean by prime? Like, he's older? Is that what you're saying? Like, he's too old? The prime of his career. What do you mean by prime of his career? That's what I'm saying. It's prime of it's his not, career as a wrestler. So you're just saying prime. So if I'm answering that question, the honest answer would be, I don't know, right? We don't know if this is the prime of his career. But I'm just gonna throw some facts out there for you, Garrett. Okay? Come how on. old? How old was Diamond Dallas Page when he made his title runs in WCW? I have no idea. It was in his forties, late thirties, forties. Okay, when Hulk Hogan turned into Hollywood Hogan. Some people's most favorite version of Hulk Hogan. How old was he? No idea. Late 30s, early 40s. I think he's probably about 40, 39, 40, somewhere around that that era. Um, let's keep you on the scope going with like wrestlers that seem to like Undertaker, like what, late 30s, 40s, when he was like American well, Badass. The- that's the biggest thing though like when you look at professional wrestlers especially like the male wrestlers they tend to hit their prime in that age range of like your mid to late 30s because you look at look at randy orton yeah like randy, randy orton, orton would you be upset if you won the WWE title right now no why because in his prime right yes absolutely yeah okay I, that's my whole point I don't believe CM Punk is in his prime. I believe I think, he was in his prime years ago, and he's no longer know, in though? his prime. You, I'm sure, is but I'm telling you, I'm telling you this. I don't believe he's in his prime, and then to me, he shouldn't win a title because I would. It's not even a Punk thing. Okay, I can give you another example of that. I would be pissed off if Christian Cage won the fucking title, no matter how much I liked him. He is not in his prime anymore. One, you're comparing apples to oranges. It doesn't matter. The point is still there. No, the point is not still there, Garrett. The point is not there. Dude, all right, so since since CM Punk has returned to AEW, name one bad match that he had that you was like, man, that's a fucking terrible match. He hasn't, but this is my other Uh, point. uh, And this is the thing with me. I I I was upset that he won, but my first thing was is if, He's going to come out there and be the title. He needs to be defending that title every week because that's the person CM Punk has come out and said he is. He is there for the little guy, which is why I was mad to begin with. Because why are you taking opportunities from other guys who could be winning this title when you always talk about giving opportunities to the little guy, to the independent wrestlers, the guys that you fought with and have always been with? That was one, my problem with him winning the title. One, uh, one, I believe he was scheduled to defend the title of the fucking... And see, like, I did not know that. Yeah, and so he... Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he was going to defend the title. You act like he didn't deserve it or he's not going to draw or something. He did nothing but... So I'm not saying it that way. If you're just going off a draw, sure. He deserves it as a draw. But and then going off the prime, I don't understand where you're coming from. He looked great in all of his matches. Okay, he's it's not something I knew I was gonna win. I just knew Chris (laughs) was just gonna sit there and just ignore me and agree with Carl, so it's all good. 
I'm just letting you guys go. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. And there's other wrestlers. Rick Carter was like 50 when he won the last I'm ecstatic that CM Punk won the title. Like, I, you guys know I'm a huge CM Punk fan. I'm ecstatic that he and, won the title. And this was a whole setup to get Punk versus MJF 2, where MJF yeah. was going to take the title off of Punk. Let's and, fucking hope so. And But we're not going to get that now. <laughs> and Garrett, and Garrett, what he did and what they did was they did it in a way that didn't make Adam Page look bad. Adam Page beat himself. Like he nah, had it didn't it didn't make him want. look bad. Because Adam Page did not fucking him. hit him with the title, turn heel, and kept that fucking title. No, he had a conflict and that's they said it to where there could be another storyline there. They could have had a rematch with Page and Punk because Guess what? I beat myself. Let's have another match. Type thing. Hey, guess what? AEW champions get the like, former challengers get rematch. Yeah. So, or former champions still get rematch clauses. So <clears throat> maybe we'll get Hangman and Moxley for the title. Yeah. But in all honesty, I don't think Hangman's title run was that that great. There wasn't anything significant about it. I, I agree with that too. Aside from him winning like he, the title from Omega, yeah. that was the high point. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and I think that's the the big issue with AEW that we talk about all the time is their lack of story arcs, mm-hmm. and like like significant story arcs. Like the I best mean, story had, arc that they've done so far has been Punk and MJF, like in the last year, like since Hangman and Omega. There hasn't been like. A compelling story besides Punk and MJF. But then even well, when you look yeah. at it, everything that they did with Punk and MJF, it was like the same shit that they did with Punk and Jericho and Punk and or, um, MJF and Jericho and MJF and Wardlow. You gotta Probably, do that. MJF, you gotta go through that. The main thing that was MJF pushing the story. I mean, I, to be honest with you, the Wardlow hadn't impressed me since he's been in AEW except for his thing here recently the with only, MJF, and that's because MJF made it interesting. Up until that point, the only decent match, the only great match that Wardlow has had was him and Cody in that steel cage. And that, didn't he have a match with uh, Mir- uh, Miro, too? I think so. Yeah, that was a good match. I take a lot back. Him and the Miro didn't match. He have was- a, didn't he have a match with uh, Hager, too, I think, yeah? Yeah, but Probably. it wasn't good. I said we said good yeah. matches. Yeah, <laughs> it's because Hager, Hager sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, Hager's like great. Hager's not that good. That's why he doesn't wrestle that often. If he does, it's yeah. in like a big, like multi-person tag match. So you can't see how terrible he is. <clears throat> that was like the <clears throat> biggest. That was like the worst. Hopefully, get Hager's like had. hopefully get like uh, Wardlow versus Keith Lee. That's what I'd like to see. That'd be awesome. That'd be good. Oh, we didn't mention that in uh, the thing too. That was oh yeah, match. the triple threat tag match. That was really good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh let's uh, keep rolling here. Double or nothing was it was a great event, great pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know the AW's been on when the fuck Christian's gonna turn so. heel. God damn it. Uh, as soon as they lose the titles, as soon as they lose the titles, FTR. 
Uh, let's see. We go to Monday Night Raw, the uh, Rollins and Cody promo building up for on the cell this weekend. That's pretty good. I didn't watch Raw. I'm sorry. Solid. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah the it was, it was a solid promo. Yeah. So. It was probably uh, the was promo it? of the week until MJS started that one. Yeah. That's better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, uh, Rollins had some pretty uh, solid uh, lines in that. Um, one of them being like, "You, you go away and you go destroy a throne and you come back to try to take mine." This is what one of the big things that he uh, he mentioned to Cody. Interesting. Like a few other things in there too. So it was um. Actually, a pretty pretty amazing promo. So. Um, but not not as good as MJF's. But, yeah. <laughs> but Rollins is my like always been money from the money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, if I'm gonna be like flat on, it's probably the best like WWE superstar they have right now. Like as far as like well, overall the thing too, like ability and yeah, like we talk about fans bitching. Like fans are bitching because we're getting. And Cody and Rollins again for a third pay-per-view. It's like, have you not watched WWE in the last 20 years? <laughs> like, this is what they do. Like, yeah, it's a it, formula that works. <clears throat> it's always a best of three. So, <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Always a best of three. Or uh, at least three matches. I won't say best of three, but... Um, or at least it's fucking fun. ridiculous. Yeah. They're like, probably bitching because Cody's won both of them. Yeah. And Cody will probably go on and win the Hell in a Cell match, too. Honestly, let's... I heard uh, the Fiend's going to come back and interfere in the Hell in a Cell. But, um... uh, we'll see where he shows up. Bray's been uh, hinting quite a bit at where he's going <clears> to... <throat> that the time is coming soon, so... else we have before we go into the hell in the cell preview uh ends up you way this week if you get a chance to check that out uh main event for the uh junior heavyweight championship colby carino uh challenging homicide as he put as a homicide puts the title online great match probably like the match of nwa this week so definitely get a chance to check that out definitely played a lot on uh carino and homicides like the Carino family um, grievances of homicide, like going back to Steve Carino and homicides feuds and stuff like that. So it was really, really great matchup. Can, can and, I just uh, about MLW real quick whenever you're done? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go ahead. Okay. Mention about it. All right. So, so the first match, right, was uh, Gangrel and Pagano versus mm-hmm. Los Parks, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this would be a good match. You know, you know, Gangrel is old as shit, and he can't fucking stand either. But you know, he could, <laughs> you know, take a bump. You know, he Spit looks bad. He, uh, he, he looks decent though. Like, have you seen him wrestle? He's decent. He's all right. I mean, there's Compared some matches that are better than others that I've watched him. But if he wrestles by himself, he usually looks worse. But I watch him in like tag matches; it's a lot better because he's got someone he can wrestle a little bit. Anyways. So they go to start this match, and you know, you know who comes out there? Fucking, uh, you know, what's his name? I don't know. I can never think of his name. Anyways, 
he makes it uh, a like Mexican death match, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just a fucking regular match. Like Pagano sits up, sits on the re- ring apron, and the other guy sits on the ring apron. They just do like a regular match for a little bit, and then they start doing stuff, and it gets a little bit, and then they go back to another tag match. I'm like, how is this a death match? It literally turned me off from even fucking watching it. I'm like a death <laughs> match. Someone needs to die. Someone needs see- to. It wasn't a Japanese death match. It was a Mexican death match. Have you ever seen a Mexican death match? Apparently not. Yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> I guess that's my problem. I figured uh, there'd be more to it than a fucking yeah, sickle. That, that, someone uh, get a sickle that, to the forehead. Yeah, the death matches you've seen are Japanese. This is a Mexican death match. Different. Different part of the world. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, I watched Impact. Oh, anything good? Well, we do actually have um, something. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Pertaining to Impact. Um, Ace Austin, uh, newest member of the Bullet Club. Yeah. Uh, which apparently happened at a New Japan show um, earlier this week. Well deserved. Inevitable Ace Austin. Um, Mia Yim versus Savannah Evans was good. Oh, I'm sure it was. Definitely got to check that out. So I got it on the DVR. Just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Who else wrestled? Man, I didn't realize. I knew that PCO was weird, but I know he turned fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. I didn't watch the the main event. That was the only thing I didn't watch. But like, there's a promo. Where like Morrissey's in the back talking to someone, and like PCO's in the back on like a a cart and just like fucking just slamming it up and down. Like what the fuck? This dude's weird, but I like it. Oh, uh, oh, that's great. Didn't uh, did, uh, Rishwan won a title at uh, a yeah. show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the uh, other thing. Cardona. Uh, Cardona torn bicep, so he's gonna be obviously has to have surgery. Um, will not be defending the title against Nick Aldis at Always Ready. <clears throat> I think NWA is still trying to figure out what they're going to do with that. Uh, um, they haven't really announced anything regarding the regarding Sweet Charlotte yet, so we'll see what happens there. I think uh, Mama Storm's baby boy is going to step into the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of Swan beat Cardona. Kind of looking forward to that. Yep. Yep, Rich Swan, new uh, digital media champion. Uh, but Cardona is still in possession of the championship. Yep. Oh. I'll say Rich Swan wrestled on, uh, he met, wrestled uh, uh, Ray Wolt. Yeah. Decent match. I just like Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Yeah, Rich Swan. He's solid. great. I, I didn't like him as Impact World Champion, but I, I, I like He's it. still a good champion. He's still. A good wrestler. So. Yep. Chris oh, is not liking people. I know, right? I cannot like people. Okay. All right. I'm saying, saying just don't <laughs> like the wrong people. Hey, I just didn't like him as an Impact Champion. Like, I didn't think he was Maybe. like a big enough draw for like that's a that's, that's a shitty that's a shittier take than fucking hey, Gary. Hey, I have, take wait, fucking I have I have I have a take. You want my take? My take is Slammiversary, Slammiversary 
will be better than Hell in a Cell and Double or Nothing combined. My take. That would be hard, though. We'll see. That's going to be really hard. I don't know. It's looking pretty damn good to me. (laughs) We'll see. I I mean, it'd probably be better than Hell in a Cell. I don't know if it'd be better than than Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah. I don't know if it'd be better than Cody uh, Rollins because I'm pretty sure that match is gonna be pretty solid. But um, yeah, double or nothing's gonna be hard to beat, man. Like I said, there wasn't a bad match really on that card. Like the MJF World match was a disappointment, but that's just because it was better than. I mean, it wasn't as good as the rest of the matches on the card. Like if it was on a different pay per view, it'd probably be fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, we kind of touched on a little bit, but uh, MJF's promo from Wednesday night. Oh, mommy. And we started back to nah. AEW. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, this has got to be 45 years old. It may be. <laughs> <laughs> this, to me, this is the, the summer of punk all over again. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's where they were going with it too, uh, which is sad. I think so. Punk and out of it now, I think they, yeah. they're just trying to reverse the roles of like, okay, yeah, MJF you know, is punk, punk, and, yeah. punk and Cena. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think this would have been pretty. And that's that's the one thing. Like we did, we touched on earlier that this was all Punk getting this title. Was basically to have MJF take it from him. Yeah. And that would have been like <clears throat> MJF's big redemption for losing the punk um, at Revolution. So. Yeah. And I don't know anybody that would not pay for a pay per view headlined by MJF and CM Punk for the world title. And when MJF. JF actually wins that title, that place is going to go ape shit. <clears throat> we're going to boo the shit out of him. Like he yeah, I don't know if we're going to boo the shit out of him. Honestly, oh. I think that if he does, if he would have gone into this match with Punk, I think it would have been reversed. I think Punk would have got booed, and MJF would have been the one getting cheered the entire time. Nah, well, I'm not, some people are kind of buying into the whole storyline, like, and booing them so I don't know it just depends yeah yeah but that's definitely the uh the promo of the week right there oh yeah I have to say that was that's up there with uh punk's pipe bomb honestly yeah if not maybe a little better but yeah but, it's yeah. probably a little better than punk's punk's pipe bomb uh cause um like you kind of seen it like played out like exactly the way he described it where like pump yeah. spike bomb you know you could argue a little bit um but yeah and this was like a little bit more believable at first but absolutely i think there's more like with mgf there's more emotion yeah uh, yeah in his promo like punks was just more like more anger than anything else. Yeah. Like you could hear like the emotion in uh, MJF's voice. 
that's pretty awesome. That was definitely like the standout for Dynamite this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Hell in the Cell <clears throat> coming up this weekend. Is this on Sunday or Saturday? It's on Sunday, I believe. What happened to the Saturday pay per views? Like, serious. I actually think um, NXT has the pay per view on Saturday. I could be incorrect. That might be why. If are they doing like yeah. a takeover? They are. I, I think they're doing, they're doing it in your house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And I think it's Saturday. I could okay. be wrong. I haven't watched NXT. Uh, yeah, I, I, I tried, didn't know it existed. I tried anymore. a little while, a long, couple, few weeks ago, and I got really bored. Yeah, they lost. They lost such a good. They had such a good thing, dude. And they just fucked it up. Right, it's all good. Thanks a lot, Vince. <laughs> and I try to. I try. Like I was on here defending NXT 2.0. I was like, oh yeah, I like the color scheme. And it's just like I, actually, it, I like the arena setup. The arena, yeah, setup's cool. I like, but that's pretty much that's it. Like, yeah, that's it. I like <laughs> I like I like Brian Breaker. Or whatever they want to call him now. Yeah, uh, I like him, but other than that, like, eh. oh, we still got we still got Cameron Grimes. I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, but Hayes, to be fair though, good. he hasn't been as good as like he was back in like TNA. The like, yeah, you know I mean? yep. the Helms Dynasty. Yeah, awesome. All right, so hell of a sell this weekend. Uh Match card, we got Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Which uh, should Bobby be in the Hell in a Cell. Should be, yeah. Uh, Lashley taking on Omos. I don't Omos. think it is, is it? It's not, no. but I'm saying it should be. Yeah. Uh, should be. Uh, Lashley uh, versus Omos in the MVP in the handicap match. You you don't think that women's title match should be in Hell in a Cell? No, I think it should be. There should have been. I, I, to me, like it's only one. There's only one it, Hell in a Cell match on here, right? And that's that the Cody Rollins so. one. Yeah, and that and that's the way it should be. It's uh, a spectacle. It's an event. You only need one of them, and it should be the main event. No, every match should be in a Hell in a Cell because that's why it's the name of a pay per view. You named I mean, uh, after all the okay. What what was that impact pay per view where everything was in the cage? It was lockdown. it was locked down. Lockdown, yeah. But <laughs> a cage match, a cage match, and Hell in a Cell are different. Like, and no. that's why I don't like the pay per view Hell in a Cell because it made the fucking Hell in a Cell a joke. Where <laughs> we just need one fucking Hell in a Cell, and it should only be used. Should have just kept. Should just kept. Uh, no way out. Or, ju- or Judgment Day. <laughs> well, honestly, like, even with Impact's lockdown, that was generally the only time that they brought out the steel cage was for that pay-per-view. I mean, they had a couple every now and then. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, as frequent as the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why they should, you know, only bring out the Hell in a Cell used to be, got, like, once a year. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and we only got lethal lockdown during that pay per view. We never saw lethal lockdown outside of that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Lashley and Omos in the handicap match. Owens versus Ezekiel. 
Uh, Theory defends the U.S. title against Mustafa Ali. Uh, we got Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan taking on Judgment Day. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Judgment Day gets a new member during the pay-per-view. Uh, I think that's pretty I'm much it. I think, um, I, think they're, I think they're adding one more. Oh, okay. I saw they were adding another match. I don't know what it's going to be. And I won't be yeah, surprised. Yeah, like I mean, except, except for the the Rollins, uh, the Rollins. They, they uh, may add. They may add. Um, they may add the Usos versus Riddle and Shinsuke. I think I, they I, I did. Can, maybe they did. I think they did tonight on SmackDown. I think they did add that. Okay, so maybe that's the other one. Yeah. Um, if Orton doesn't come out there and RKO Riddle, this is a really missed opportunity. Absolutely. Um, and you should save up something like that for SummerSlam. That's well, I think the next pay per view, ain't it? Yeah. <clears throat> I think there's no money in the bank between this and SummerSlam. Oh yeah, money in the yeah, bank. money in the bank. Yeah. But oh, we're wish Orton we didn't mention that. We didn't mention that in the uh, um, the news. Oh, them going to a smaller venue. Yeah. And Tony Khan bragging to Dana White about it. I <laughs> <laughs> have to break the news to Dana White that Money in the Bank changed to a smaller venue. Tony Khan, stop snorting fucking coke. <laughs> and it's fucking like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like yeah. Oh, it's International Fight Week. Blah blah blah. They know better than come into the UFC territory in Vegas. Blah blah blah. Who gives a shit? Like wrestling fans are wrestling fans. They're gonna go to Money in the Bank, or they're gonna, or you know, they're gonna go to UFC. They're gonna pick which one they want to go to, regardless. So or or if AEW can sell out a stadium in two nights, yeah, then we'll talk yeah. about it. Because <laughs> literally yeah, yep. during that arena anarchy in the arena how many sections did they go into that were taped off like, come on well i mean they, they did have a they did have a sellout for double or nothing or i think or they claimed it was anyway they made like they, I mean, they but it that's, it's still an just arena like they, though might just like they claim just like they claim that that dynamite sells out every week it doesn't okay. like there's a lot of a lot of areas that are like tarped off so to make it look like it's full but, on TV. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of wrestling shows that do that. And they, I mean, it's like, because it's bad camera angles. Yeah. And honestly, I think WWE is probably one of the only companies that still legit, like, sells out when they come into, like, anything for Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Especially but I guess, like, even then, they block off, like, part of the arena for the curtains and titans. Yeah, for... Yeah, for all that. But I'm talking like on your hard camera side when you've got yeah. like half your area tape you know, like tarped off. But like yeah. yeah, generally the side that's not hard camera, there are some tape um, some tarped off sections or taped off sections. Yeah. But it's mainly where like the sound guys are set up, the pyro guy, whatever, um, like your main production staff that's like at ringside camera crew. So it's generally taped off for those guys. But <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Awesome. So, yeah, it's coming up this weekend. Hell in a cell. 
Got a little bit of toy news here, so let's jump over to For the Collection. Get this out the way, and we can jump into No Holds Barred. Wait, I have toy news. I got a toy. Yay! Yay! Garrett bought an MJF toy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Zombie MJF. Zombie MJF. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he took an uh, ice bath. Really. Uh, <laughs> 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 took a <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it kind of leaked that Hasbro was doing a new uh, fan-centric um, series. It's called Hasbro Selfie Series. I don't think this has been officially announced yet, uh, um, but basically what it is is it's custom head sculpts um, for their Power Rangers line, Ghostbusters, Marvel, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, like those figures that are under the Hasbro banner. Basically, what it is, you send in pictures, and then they, you know, render your the sculpt on to the figure itself. Sixty bucks is the going price for this. So yes, I am paying sixty dollars and getting my fucking head on a Ghostbusters action figure. But is it gonna be good, Dave? Are you just gonna like MJF? <laughs> I don't know. I think it depends on the pictures you send in. <laughs> so. Oh, Lord. but uh, the the images that they that were found were they had actually done this actually looked pretty good so but, i mean like the fucking like bill murray and like all these guys from the last ghostbusters movie all look amazing so <coughs> with their old man faces so i'm kind of i'm excited for it i'm not gonna lie uh, uh NECA has some new ninja turtle stuff uh for san diego comic-con stuff went up for pre-order today along with a bunch of other neck order NECA stuff um, it's a four pack. It's pre mutated versions of Splinter as um, Hamato Yoshi, uh, Baxter Stockman, and Bebop and Rocksteady. So, all in their human forms. Yeah, who wants that? Uh, if I was collecting the cartoon line, I'd buy them. So. Oh my God, whatever, dude. You know, fuck Everybody, likes hum- <laughs> Everybody likes humans, dude. Like, why do you want fucking human toys? Just get some JJs, and then there you go. You got them. <laughs> oh man, can't deal with you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no holds barred. Let's go. No holds barred. Uh, last, week, uh, last week while you guys were going to the donkey show um i had to go to new york <clears throat> on the way back home i did get a trip into eternia dreams toys and collectibles in uh maryland amazing store if anyone gets a chance to go visit uh lots lots of stuff in there freaking awesome so what um, part of new york did you go to uh upstate Upstate. You get some buffalo wings? Down. No. No buffalo wings, anything like that? Nope. Back to Elmira, New York. Birthplace of WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix. Oh. Dude. Something other than the two prisons. <laughs> well, one person out because one closed. I think I was telling somebody about this like before I left, and they're like, "Well, where are you going?" And I was like, "Elmira." I think it was um one of the other um managers at the store. I think she's from like farther up, like Syracuse or something. 
And she's like, oh, Meyer. I was like, yeah, you know, the town that was known for two maximum security prisons. So you really had two maximum security prisons? I was like, yes. Uh, like one prison, we had Tupac for 24 hours. Um, another prison, like that same prison, we had the Studio 54 killer and the Son of Sam. <laughs> son of Sam? Oh, my son of Sam God. was locked up in our prison. So, yeah. So, sure got your prison right with him. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh yeah, Tupac was in there for like twenty four hours while he's being transferred to another prison. So did uh did they did they look like let's do field trips of that or anything? Uh the funny thing is my elementary school was mm-hmm. actually down the street from the one of the main one of the prisons. Yeah. We did uh we did a field trip to like one of our like Tennessee's maximum security prisons, like in Nashville. And uh, it was like they had this one guy I can't remember his name, uh, but he was like some dude that killed like a bunch of like homosexual prostitutes or whatever. <laughs> and uh, like when he was in prison, like he killed like a bunch more people like in prison, like roommates and guards and shit. And so, like, when that dude, like, he, I guess, like, he had to go to his, like, thing. So, they, like, made us get out of the building and, like, stand outside and, like, lock the doors while he walked through. Yeah. Because, I guess, like, and, like, he was surrounded by, like, 10, 15 different guards. And I was like, oh, shit, this dude's, like, Hannibal Lecter or something from Silence of the Lambs or they're treating him. Jesus. That's crazy. Like, they actually yeah. did, um. I think my before I got to the school when I transferred, mm-hmm. uh, they did have a a field trip to the prison. It's like my yeah. best friend's dad; it was a guard at that prison, yeah. so like they would do the field trip and stuff like that. And then like career day, he would bring in like confiscated weapons. Mm-hmm. So you remember those tri- those rulers that were like the triangle rulers? Mm-hmm. Like he literally brought one of those in that they had shaved down to a shiv. And like had a rope mm-hmm. that like string tied around it for a grip for a handle. I loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, we're like, oh, sweet! Like you can make weapons out of this shit. So, yeah, I sat in the uh, electric chair. <sighs> Not surprised at that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. All right, yeah. So, yeah. I definitely we got a little sidetracked. Uh, Eternity of Dreams, Toys and Collectibles. I did pick up um, another figure for my Flintstones movie figure collection. I've got the uh, Evil Cliff Vandercave figure. So one that, uh, was that? Was a little harder that? to find. I can't remember who, who the hell the actor was. Um, That's the one with Halle Berry in it, right? Yeah, the one with Halle Berry, which did not make a figure of Halle Berry uh, from this I movie. Should have. So, it should have. <laughs> They should have. Woo, <laughs> so that um that Cliff Vandercave was one of the the harder ones that I've been having a a harder time tracking that one down. So I found that one. It's like ten bucks. So I was like, yeah, let me grab that. And that's pretty much the only thing I got for myself. Uh, the one thing I'll say, like a lot of their stuff was way overpriced for what it was. Like there's some newer stuff in there that they had price of like. Like toys from like Sonic 2, like the new Sonic 2 movie. 
like they have like just regular Sonic and Robotnik priced at twenty five dollars. Like these things are in fucking Walmart and Target for ten bucks. Yeah, but it's like Maryland, it's like, dude. Yeah, it's like you know you got to pay. You're trying to make a profit, and you're paying like rent in a mall. Um, I get it, but I'm not dropping twenty five dollars for a Sonic that I can find at Walmart for ten dollars. Oh. But it's pretty good. Pretty cool store though. Lots of lots of awesome stuff in there. Ah, right. What else we got here? Garrett, you put in Obi-Wan. Yes. Yes, sir. Carl, have you got a chance to watch Obi-Wan? I have not. I binged the uh, first three episodes Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. This is probably one of the best uh, Disney series, Star Wars Disney series since Mandalorian. Yeah, that was like a lot because there hasn't because there hasn't been like a whole lot. But um, <laughs> like, well, the, the book of Boba Fett wasn't yeah. as good as the Mandalorian. Like, I still enjoyed it because I like Boba Fett. But this was this actually been better better than uh Mandalorian, honestly. But it's been pretty damn good. The last episode, episode. Oh my god. Damn. And there's the other thing with this too, like the the chick that plays Reva, the third sister, yeah, she's getting attacked like left and right, like with racist remarks and all this other stuff. Like, there's people being like outright racist about her acting ability and all this other stuff. I oh. honestly, I love the character. Yeah, I think like, the character is amazing. Like- this whole time I was like, thought you were talking about the fucking show, and I'm like, why are they racist yeah. in the show? It's like aliens. Oh, like, it's, <laughs> yeah, the the actress who's actually like an Academy Award winning actress. Um, mm-hmm. like she, I don't think her portrayal is that bad. Like, her character is obsessed with finding Obi Wan, and like that's okay. immediately what you get, like within the first ten minutes of meeting her character. Has she been yeah. naked? In anything? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, she um, has, I might know her, but other than that, okay. <laughs> but like, like I think she portrays that character pretty well. Like, like you can generally see, like, like feel like, like get the sense of like her, like this deep rooted obsession with finding Obi Wan and delivering him to Vader to get what she feels she deserves. Um, because of the way that she's treated by um, by the group that she's with. Is Vader in it? Or no? Yes. yes. Yep. And uh, Hayden Christensen actually is back as well. So. Did they do a good job with it? Uh, yeah. Still someone. Yeah. James Earl Jones is back doing the voice of Vader also. So. Okay. Um, that third episode when you see him. Holy shit, that's some brutal shit. All the the stuff going on, yeah. And then that too, like with oh my god, just the I want to get I think, too much into that the third crazy, episode, but and I think the <laughs> craziest thing about the second was it one, better than the, that Rogue One scene? Is it Rogue no, One? No, no, I know what you're talking about. Yes, but no, yeah, it's, no, it's no. um. Yeah, it's up there though. It's I thought it was pretty good. We don't want to spoil everything for everyone yeah. listening. Okay. But the thing with the second episode that I think is crazy, Chris, and it's crazy to think about, is how 
he went that long not knowing that fact about about that. You know, if you know yeah. what I'm talking about, you know. Yep. It's crazy to think he went that long not knowing that. Yep. Yeah. It's not something you I think finally, about. I finally finished up the the Young Rock. Yeah. Yeah. That, that last season was pretty good. So. Yeah. It's like it brought back a lot of memories, man, because they talked about yeah. you know being Flex Cabana in Nashville. I'm yep. like, yeah, I was there. I was there. I <laughs> was for the other guy. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you know what you're about? I was like, man, this dude kind of is lame. Like when he's talking about like his his mic skills not being that good, I'm yeah. like, yep, I remember yeah. when your mic skills kind of wasn't that good, man. I don't care. It sucked. But he got better. So I'm waiting, Gil, you know, because you know next season they're gonna jump into like the nation and stuff too. So yeah, like is that that's pretty much where we're going next? Like it's with the the downtown Bruno and a little bit, just like uh, that actor. That actor playing him is uh, like amazing. Like it's because like some of the like the fucking the, 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 the toilet the toilet eggs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the other ones oh, sucked. Like the Triple H was kind of like not that good. The yeah. Macho Man fucking sucked. I, like, dude, dude, I love the Macho Man macho. on that show. Huh? Like, I love the guy that plays the Macho Man. Oh my god, he's so terrible. Like, when they're doing like, like dude, the fucking the Sears thing was hilarious. Dude, he yeah, welcome to Sears, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the dialogue. The dialogue is funny, yeah. But the guy does the like the worst much I'm in person. I but, yeah. I mean I'm not expecting like perfection here, but I mean, like I guess it's just can do a better I, I think he does a, yeah, actually, does, does, does a, a better much I'm in than that guy. <laughs> I I like him, and that and the uh, the guy that does Iron Sheik is pretty good too. So. The the Iron Sheik, uh, the downtown Bruno, and the dude that did Bam Bam Bula. Where, like, oh, the, the guy that did Bam was like spot on. Yeah. Like he, like he actually kind of looks like Bam Bam. Yeah, like, they, they did a really good job with the casting on that one. Yeah, so. yeah, that was pretty pretty solid. Even the even the dude that plays Tony Atlas is is pretty damn close. To, he's a, he's to okay. Atlas, so. He's okay. He's okay. Uh, I just the guy. Yeah, yeah the tri- like, Triple H was pretty bad. The Jeff Jarrett was pretty bad. The Brian Christopher, <laughs> the Brian Christopher one is like fucking horrible, horrible. Like dude, he's, still, he's like a kid, huh? Like he's still no, like the, some the, of those. He's like, Brian, when he when no the adult Brian Christopher. I must have missed that one. When he's in Nashville, fucking Brian Christopher is his tag team partner. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. I kind of wasn't. There were some episodes I was like half paying attention to because I was updating notes. So. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the show. Like, yeah, I can't wait for the next season. Awesome. So I uh, showed my. Uh, <laughs> Send some rock promos because you know this you know got me into wanting to watch the rock again. So I show my yeah. son some promos. So he likes the whole like interrupting someone. <laughs> it really doesn't matter what you think. 
Oh, why? Uh, why am I not surprised at that one? Yeah, no. <laughs> I just imagine. I just imagine his kid being like, "Dad, can I have a juice box?" He's like, "No, it's late. It doesn't matter if it's late." <laughs> you know what you can do with that juice box? <laughs> you can turn the some bitch sideways, <laughs> shove it up your candy ass. Jabroni. <laughs> Wait for him to start walking around calling people jabronis now. <laughs> uh, Dad, who's that jabroni? <laughs> oh, it's funny. He calls me his kayfabe uncle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Vintage throwdown this week. We got a good one. Carl actually uh, suggested this one. Uh, last week, uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Jake the Snake Roberts feud. Uh, starting off with a uh, SummerSlam, August '91, with the wedding of Savage and Elizabeth. Uh, going into this Tuesday in Texas, uh, from December fourth, nineteen ninety-one, and finishing up on Saturday night's main event, January thirty-first, ninety-two. This was a great feud. Between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Two the, the best wrestlers did it at that time. Absolutely. This is, um, was this when Savage came out of This was when Savage came out of retirement. He was commentating when, um, he did the whole wedding for Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No, 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 I don't think so. Oh, this is before. Yeah. Yeah, because he won the Rumble in 92. No. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm a little kid, so I'm trying to remember when this. I, I want to say this was like after the like turn face after. I'm trying to remember who he was versing because remember Sherry was like his. Uh, after, after Roberts, it was the feud with Flair because this is when Flair won the Rumble in '92. Yeah, and then. Did he turn face for that? Yes. Because this then, is what... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this wouldn't be... Uh, this would be before his retirement. Yeah. Because he, this was when uh, Flair was, like, showing off the pictures of him and Elizabeth by the pool and all that. Yeah. And this is when um, Roberts turned on The Undertaker. Yeah. Because at that point, he was kind of partnered up with The Undertaker. And then after <coughs> after the feud with Savage, he turned on The Undertaker. And so Undertaker became like full on. Undertaker became a face going against uh, Jake St. Roberts. But, but yeah, but the whole feud with like Savage and Roberts, this is when we had that iconic uh, moment with... Uh, the Cobra biting Savage as he was tied up in the ring ropes. Um, the wedding gift then of Cobra you, in, it, in the yeah, box. If you, get the, if you get the VHS and they have the wedding reception on it, yeah, it, uh, they bring a gift to the to the reception and crash the reception. That's pretty good. Good stuff there. So definitely check that out. That whole feud was amazing. Like. Like Carl said, two of like the best wrestlers WWF had at the time, two of the all-time goats, like the no doubt about. 
I'll bet. All right, so let's uh, that's pretty much gonna do it. Let's uh, get in some shout outs here this week. Uh, if you're looking for some more awesome stuff, uh, wrestling figure wise, uh, be sure to check out our friends over at the Fig Cave. Um, who are talking? Phil just dropped a new episode talking the uh, AEW figure reveals, which I did not put in here. I forgot all about that. Um, go listen to Phil's podcast and they'll run down all that for you. There's some good stuff in there, but it was just there was a lot to add in here. Uh, the running podcast with DJ and Tommy Paradise, and of course, the call up with our good friend Kenny. Be sure to check those guys out. Uh, big fan of our show, and you want to support us but not sure how easiest way to do that is to follow us on twitter at wrestlegannapod with 1d instagram at wrestlegannapod with 2d's and for the underscore collection <coughs> facebook.com slash wrestlegannapod with 1d and over on tiktok at wrestlegannapod with 2d's and also be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app if you're listening to us on apple podcasts or spotify make sure you leave us a five-star rating because doing that will help us gain more exposure in the searches and help us expose ourselves more to the wrestling fan masses that are out there. And you can also hit up redbubble.com slash people slash wrestling get pod with one D as well and buy some of our sweet ass merchandise. Sweet ass. Sweet ass. All right. Ah, uh, theme of the week this week. It's my pick. And this song has been stuck in my head since Three days ago when I watched the, the fucking match with Ruby and Britt Baker, and it is Rancid's Ruby Soho. <laughs> that is your theme of the week. All oh, right, I, know that's, I know something we didn't talk about. What did we talk about? We talked about all the new people that signed with AEW on Double or Nothing, but we didn't even talk about the most important one. Who's the most Roosh. important one? Wardlow. Roosh. Oh, that's right. Roosh bringing the Lij or Li, not Lij. Those they're not blades. So, uh, AEW. Is he officially AEW? Or is that real? Yeah. Officially. Yep. He him he, and, uh, him and, he came in with him and Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. Yeah. No, Andrade. I I saw the pay per view. I watched it. I'm just uh, saying, like it is like. They didn't specify what they're doing. Just... Yeah, he is. He is all elite. Got the graphic and everything. Yep. Awesome. All right. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for checking this out. As always, we do appreciate y'all listening to us. Giving us a good you know, hour and a half to two hours of your time. Each and every week we drop a new episode. It is much appreciated. Go ahead and subscribe to us. Share us. All the social media posts, all that other stuff. You got wrestling fans that your friends would do. Tell them about us. Let them know. Like, hey, these guys are pretty cool. They talk about stuff that we like. And sometimes they're funny. Um, and, and sometimes, sometimes they're talk- not funny. And sometimes they're not funny. And sometimes we talk about donkeys and and dicks. Annoying as hell. Ah. Awesome. But on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, here G Money Mon and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. This is 143 of the Wrestle Get Podcast. And we'll chat with y'all next week. Later, Marks. 
Yeah, I know Punk's taking that shit. Like, what a fucking Hulk Hogan move. Fucking pretend <laughs> like you're hurt so you don't have to drop the title then, bitch. That's some bullshit. Or wrestle Tanahashi. <laughs> I don't wrestle that bitch. He gave me the finger. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 